0: Welcome to Setting Captives Free podcast where we talk about how to experience gospel freedom. Romans 6-7 says, For one who has died has been set free from sin. On today's broadcast, Mike Cleveland, founder of Setting Captives Free, shares how you can experience the freedom purchased for us by Jesus Christ at the cross. Okay. Hello, everyone. We are Mike and Jody Cleveland, and we have the privilege today of talking with Molly from Maine. We're a long ways apart, but we're joined together in the Lord. Molly, thank you so much for coming on and and, uh, talking with us today.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah.
0: We're grateful to be able to talk with you. Um, It's been a joy watching you as we were talking earlier, seeing you go through uh, our courses it's just been a joy to watch i think your own growth in the lord and uh, we're here to to talk about that we we usually like to frame our discussions around god's word and so we have chosen in advance with you to look at romans 8 1 to 5 or wherever however far we get uh, and so if you have your bible there uh, molly let's just start our talk and then we'll um, be able to see where the Lord leads us in our discussion. Uh, so let's just look at Romans 8 together, and maybe I'll read a verse, and you can read a verse or however it works out. But the first verse says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Molly, this is absolute wonderful news, isn't it? Just yeah. looking at this verse, isn't this just wonderful news? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's great. We did. we He's paid a penalty that we owed. Yeah. We're not condemned. He was for us. Yeah.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah. It's important, I think, to, to acknowledge what you just said, that it's not that we're not condemned because God is a God of love and he's just going to overlook our wrongs. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he actually paid the penalty and condemned his own son in our place. And and that was an important thing to bring out so that we understand our condemnation or our lack of condemnation is because Jesus took our condemnation in our place and died instead of us.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so that's that's just wonderful. Do you want to read verse two there? And
1: Sure. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. Mm-hmm. So
0: the first verse, we talked about Jesus being condemned in our place, and we can wash there at the cross as we see Jesus suffering in our place and dying our death, the death I deserved. He died for the purpose of forgiving us, cleansing us, um, washing us from our sins, setting us free from them, And, and that's Molly, the first principle that we talk about in our courses is washing at the cross. The second one is walking by the spirit, which we see in verse two. Uh, the work of the spirit is to free us from the law of sin and death. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as, as we think about this together, what role, Molly, would you say that washing at the cross uh, has done in your own life personally?
1: Well, it reminded me that's the first place that I need to go or I get to go every day. Um, Fixing my eyes on Christ first, focusing, um, seeking him, God first, his righteousness. Um, Yeah, just uh, being able to, yeah, go to the first place I ought to be and and get to be every day has been huge. Yeah,
0: it is. It is huge. Uh, And I think some people would say, well, what does washing at the cross have to do with weight loss? You know, they don't seem to see a connection there. Um, And, you know, because we're taught from the world that it's just a matter of combining foods the correct way or it's don't eat this you know or, or whatever and we talk about washing at the cross there seems to be a real disconnect what what are your thoughts on that
1: well I think a lot of the things that right we learn from the world are like perfection or behavior modification and different things like that and um, here's the thing he's perfect we're not and so you know looking to him first um, for perfection and then as far as like suffering goes, you know the the world would kind of not really have us suffer so much, you know <laughs> we yeah. just kind of make things kind of uh, easier to to remain uh, gratifying our flesh while still having some rules to keep so it makes us maybe feel like we're it, we were just we're striving for, for for perfection and instead we can go to the perfect one. Mm. Hey, there's a huge difference
2: between. Focusing on rules and focusing on Jesus isn't there.
1: Yeah,
2: One gives life, one brings death and heaviness and work and sweat and it's hard, but bringing looking to Jesus uh, and his cross and the work that he's done for us empowers us. It gives us life, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 I agree.
0: I think that's what you see there in verse two is that uh, through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death, so in other words, Molly, we were born under this law of sin and death, our Mm -hmm. old man was susceptible to this law of sin, Mm -hmm. which said, uh, if you are tempted, then it's a law you must obey, Mm -hmm. you must give in, your flesh must be gratified, it's a law. Mm Uh, and so, when we come to the cross, we see our old man dying in Christ, yeah. and we receive the Spirit of God, who sets us free from that law of sin and death. So, as we as we think about that, Molly, what what would you say are the practical effects of uh, this Spirit of God who works in us to free us from this law of sin and death? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, uh, before I say practical things, I I think about one of the lessons where you talked about us being dead in the casket. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, You know, we can't respond to to things outside of that. Um, And I'm sorry, your question is.
0: Oh, I just was. So if we're looking at the work of the spirit here uh, to free us from this law of sin and death, what practical application does that have in your own life, for example?
1: um, sorry, I'm not, I'm not quite understanding. Um, I'll give an
0: example.
2: No,
1: no, (laughs) no. An example. So
2: like, um, if, uh, we're walking according to rules and, um, we're tempted, uh, we might justify, we might say, oh, um, yeah, but it's okay because I took the stairs today. I can have you know, cookies or something, right? So we might justify and rationalize and and tweak the rules to our own ends, right? But when we're walking by the spirit, um, there is uh, something um, inside of us, the spirit is inside of us restraining us, right? Who is saying, um, it's not that you can't have a cookie, right? But maybe is that best for me right now? Am I hungry? Is that what's going to... um, Am I trying to eat a cookie to comfort myself when what I really need is comfort from Christ? Do you see the difference? Yeah. 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 So that's what he was talking about, I think. Right. Yeah. So,
1: so what are some ways that it, that happens in my life? Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. Right. So I'm um, trying to give an example. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think because I'm, I'm normally I'm a rule keeper. And right? so I, I learned a lot about that through this course. I prefer um, for you to just give me a meal plan with a checklist and I could just do that. Tell me what I need to eat when, the whole thing. Um, but that's there's no freedom in that. Um, and so, yeah, uh, sorry, I'm at a loss for words. I'm kind of not sure where to start. Sure. Yeah, no, you're,
0: that's, you're doing it. You said exactly what I think we all resonate with, which is the fact that a meal plan or here's rules for you to follow today. While that seems wise, verse three in Romans eight tells us why it's not wise right. for what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh. So if you just look at that, here's your meal plan. And you have to eat according to this plan. And if you do, you'll lose weight. And if you don't, you've blown it. The problem with that is it's weakened by the flesh. It's the same thing that God's 10 commandments did for the people of Israel. Okay, now I have a checklist. Now I see what not to do. Okay, great. I'm going to follow that until I don't.
1: Yeah,
0: right. (laughs) So I see (laughs) I'm weak. And, yeah. and that's the same thing carried on in diets and in meal plans uh, and so forth. It, it's, it's weak because our flesh is unable to uh, follow the plan and so forth. Have, you've experienced this, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: can you tell us a little bit about uh, as far as maybe different diets that you tried or things like that and, and why didn't they work? Yeah, I, uh,
1: calorie counting, logging food, yeah and, an app. and man i mean once you you log something and you go over the calories or something like that now you're failed. now you failed so it's like okay well i've already failed, so i'm just going to go ahead and, and continue on in that behavior right. Right. you know there's there's no condemnation or there's no um, thought behind why i was eating when i was eating and, and different things like that um yes that that was really difficult to keep up with
0: Yeah. And it becomes a law to itself where I have to make sure and not go over my calorie limit. And if I do, I've blown it and I'm I'm guilty and I feel bad and all of those things.
1: Yeah. I'm also thinking about food way too much. So if idolatry was an issue before that, now I'm like constantly thinking about going into the app and it's just keeping it in front of my face all the time. And there are images on there and different things like that. So now I'm dwelling on images. I'm dwelling on meal planning. It's just like, all-consuming, whereas God's supposed to be all-consuming, right? I'm supposed to be loving Him with all my mind, heart, soul, strength. Not, you know, constantly thinking about this. So, yes, that, that I feel that, and yeah, there was a lot of guilt behind that when I didn't keep up with it or something.
0: Yes, and and it's so important, I think, to talk about idolatry,
1: yeah,
0: um, and how the world wants to put images in our minds, mm-hmm. uh, and to keep, like you said, to keep it always before us. Um, And, you know, this is shows the foolishness of the world um, that they don't understand how a human being is made up uh, and, and the weakness of our flesh. And so it would be wonderful if like I could give you a diet plan and hey, I know this will make you lose weight and you can check off every day when you eat according to the plan and if it actually worked. You know that would be so easy, but it doesn't take faith to do that, right? And it doesn't take into account the weakness of our flesh, yeah. uh, and so we we know that that's foolishness of the world. Um, so you've described that really well as far as putting all of that before your eyes, and now it becomes idolatry because every minute I'm I'm checking the app and I'm counting the calories and the carbs and and all of that is foolishness, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, and then if I do well, now I've been successful. Now I can take the credit for the changes that have been made.
0: Right. Yeah. I feel real good about myself now. And, you know, now pride comes in and so it's either discouragement or pride. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, And and both of those are completely removed um, as we focus on Christ. And uh, Molly, look at that next phrase we talked about, um, the, the weakness of our flesh, right? So the law is powerless to actually affect change in a human being mm-hmm. because it's weakened by the flesh. But what it couldn't do, God did. Mm-hmm. So we're not saying there's a fault with the law. Certainly there's not. The law is good and righteous mm-hmm. and, and holy and perfect. It just couldn't make you and I good and righteous and holy and, and pure, but God did. Yes. By what? Sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. That word there is an offering of atonement uh, to atone for our wrongs, mm. to um, be the sacrifice that removed our sin from us. And again, Molly, as you, as you look at this verse and you see this sin offering, um, do you see that as the solution that God has provided for all of our problems here? Oh yeah, I do too. Yeah, it, it, this is where it's all at. Yeah. <laughs> sin offering, right?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, the sin just shows us right how unholy and imperfect and I mean, it it shows us uh, or the yeah the law rather shows us our sin. Right. It makes us aware of how we're unable, but then God did for us what we couldn't do. Yeah.
2: That's so life-giving, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Life-giving to know that we come before God perfect and holy and blameless. And that frees us from condemnation so that we can begin walking by the spirit and not focus on those rules anymore, but focus on the leading of the spirit in our life. And he always leads us to what is good and right uniquely for us. The, one of the problems I find with diets and eating plans and things like that is they're so uh, one size fits all, or, you know, okay, there's one for men and one for women, or um, there's one for people that are shaped like this and one for people that are shaped like that, but it does doesn't take into the uniqueness of me specifically, of you specifically, of Mike specifically, right? And but the Spirit, he does. He knows us and he leads us exactly in the way that we should go. And that's what's so beautiful to me is when we're we're able to fix our eyes on Jesus, receive that acceptance through his death on the cross and his resurrection, receive that. Uh, cleansing and then just keeping in step with the spirit and i know that I make that sound easy it's not <laughs> but it but it, but then it is the more that we wash at the cross the easier it is to walk for the spirit yeah
1: yeah i well, gained a whole new perspective on on that and what that looks like application being able to apply that um as i was taking this course like, oh okay, like finally, someone is explaining how to like apply this to mm-hmm. my daily walk. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it does seem really hard, but it's not because we now we have okay, here's what you do. First, go here. First, you know, wash at the cross. Then after that, walk by the spirit. Now you can wage war. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's-
0: very and, good. And
1: I I think you know some of that. I mean, you know, God showed you that over the years and things like that. And, and but this was uh, this was monumental in my personal um walk daily with God. Wow. Oh, in ours too.
0: Ours right? too.
2: Totally transformed our lives. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: You're just saying what we are have experienced. Right. Um when you look at verse four, you want to read verse four there, Molly?
1: Sure so that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit.
0: So here we see that walking by the spirit, as it says in Galatians 5, right? If you walk by the spirit, you do not gratify the lust of the flesh. Mm -hmm. So here is the solution that the whole world is looking for, uh, we want to find a way that we don't live in darkness and gratify the less of our flesh. What is that way? Well, here we see it, uh, that the law is met in us who don't live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So this is where we see walking by the spirit is uh, entirely impossible for the world to do. The world doesn't have the Spirit, so they have to rely on laws, rules, meal plans. You and I have the Spirit of God, and He, as it says in Exodus 15, He leads those that He has redeemed. So this is one of the roles of the Holy Spirit, isn't it, to lead us away from fleshly living. Um, Can you describe that personally? What does that look like for you?
1: Yeah, I mean Galatians five sixteen was one of the um, biggest uh, scriptures that it, that I used to pray.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
1: During this this process, you know, help me not to want to gratify my flesh. Help me instead to walk by the Spirit. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, that's that's so different than what we expect to find in a weight loss course, mm-hmm. um, be, as all of it is, that's is where you can see that God's ways are not our ways, right. um, because we would expect specific instructions. We would expect, like we talked about so often, a meal plan. Uh, and what we're saying to do is, no, live by faith,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> walk by the Spirit. Uh, well, what does that look like? How do I do that? Um, and, and that's where it can become important for us to clarify, you know, these ways of uh, walking by the Spirit. What does it mean yeah. to wash at the cross? What does it mean to walk by the Spirit? Yeah. And I think that's actually answered in verse 5. So as we talk about what does it mean to live by the Spirit? What does it mean to live by the flesh? Well, verse 5 answers that. You want to read that, Jody?
1: Yeah, for those who are according to the flesh, set their minds. Oh, did you say Jody or Molly?
0: Okay. Go for <laughs> it.
1: Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah, no worries.
1: Uh for those who are according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who are according to the spirit, the things of the spirit.
0: Mm-hmm. So what does that say to you as you look at that?
1: Yeah, and so if you know I'm constantly setting my mind on fleshly things, you know, I'm gonna be doing things that please my flesh yes but if my mind is set on the things of the spirit i'm going to be more focused on pleasing the holy spirit not quenching the holy spirit being in step with the holy spirit loving the fact that god gave me his only son and his holy spirit to help me with the things that i struggle with to you know help me when i'm just wanting to finding myself, oh, here I am again, you
0: know, yeah. just, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, You know, I think that this mindset is so critical um, because, again, you see the world trying to give you a mindset of food. Right.
2: Um,
0: I, if I told you, Molly, don't think about a pink elephant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
0: that we're, all we're going to think about, isn't it? <laughs> Um, don't eat carbs, you know, uh, don't eat sugar, don't eat. Now, sometimes for our particular body, like Jodi doesn't eat sugar, um, but she's found that for her own particular body, it makes her sick. Yeah. And so, of course, there's wisdom in listening to your body. And if you have a doctor that tells you um, to follow a certain plan, that's all good and, and all of that. But basically what we're saying is this mindset Mm -hmm. focusing on food is, is death. Um, as you can see in verse six, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Uh, what we're talking about here is, um, a thought stronghold, you know, I I used to have these, um, so strongly where I would focus on uh, a cheeseburger, you know, um, of all things, or, uh, You know, French fry. You know, just where I would be planning my day. Uh, and you know, I used to fly with people who would plan their trips literally around the destination because of the restaurant that was available in Japan or whatever. Um, this is a mindset of flesh, of gratifying the flesh, which is death. Uh, and so, you know, this is where it's exciting. For me to see how the Spirit of God replaces a thought stronghold with the cross of Christ, yeah. uh, and and we, I see him, you know, there suffering in my place. He's he has taken every sin of mine on himself. So many a lifetime, uh, and has sunk under the weight of it. And he has purchased me. He has rescued me uh, from bondage to sin. And as I see that, it just destroys other thought strongholds, enabling me to walk by the spirit, to keep in step with the spirit, as you mentioned.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's I even imagined one of those times uh, or thought of but the cheeseburger and then Jesus on the cross. and It was like, whoa, okay, that totally diminishes the thought of that stupid cheeseburger.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Really fits it in perspective, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh as we as we conclude, I I've loved doing this study with you. This has just been enjoyable.
1: So Um, thanks for
0: and and I know you're a biblical counselor also, aren't you?
1: I'm learning. I'm on my way to the ACBC certification. Sure. It's great.
0: Okay, excellent. Yep. So this is is right down your alley, yeah. Uh,
1: and actually, a biblical counselor that I was seeing was the one who referred me to the course. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Um, you know, we know that the world's ways are foolishness. Yeah. That they don't understand how a human being is made up, so um, we can't look to the world for solutions. Uh, and we must instead have the world's ways replaced with the truth of God's word, with the power of the gospel. Yeah. Um, and so, Molly, just as we wrap this up, um, what was your experience like uh, going through, I believe you said the weight loss boot camp and maybe the follow-up course? Can you just share an overall experience with us?
1: Yeah, uh... You know my relationship with god uh, has been renewed it seems like um and it's just been really helpful as far as being able to apply what i already know from god's word and then just learning more how to walk by the spirit and seeing how god like supernaturally has been helping me through this entire process mm-hmm. uh, and And the cool thing is I'm actually enjoying the sanctification process more, you know, than I was before. Um, Yeah, I'm able to enjoy God um, through this and be more patient with myself in the work of the Holy Spirit in me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a daily walk, it's a daily battle, but this uh, program has instilled hope in me. Uh, That I didn't have when I came, I thought, you know what, this is just something that's going to, I'm, I'm never going to be, you know, thin, or I'm never going to be healthy or I'm never going to, I'm always going to over, you know, all of these wrong thoughts and no, I'm, I'm not always going (laughs) to, I'm, I'm actually being conformed into the image of Christ. Yes. And I daily get to go to him for the help that I need, where I am, I am completely unable to make any of those changes on my own. Good. Because now I'm seeing how able God is and how much he loves me personally. Um, Jody, you had talked about how um, he knows us uniquely. Yes. You know, and so I can go to him for a plan every day. That took some time and it's still taking time to, to do that. But man, that's, yeah, there's a plan just for me. And so it's better than any dietitian coupled with whatever background in education and even a biblical counseling person could come up with a plan for me. No, um, God knows me more than I know my own self. And so I've been learning more um, going to him yeah. and him showing me things that I wasn't aware of. And just, uh, yeah, this is, um, this is exactly what I needed uh, for what, uh, where I was at in my walk with the Lord. And um, you know, in the biblical counseling and things like that, and 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 wanting to be a healthy member of the body of Christ and help others with the Bible. It was great that I knew lots of Bible verses before this, but it's like, well, good for you. You know, I'm I'm glad you know all of these things, but it's not about what you know, it's about how you apply what you know to the way that you live. And mm-hmm. this course really helped me to be able to apply the things that I knew from the word of God. And so I'm really, I'm really just thankful for this course and for you guys, for your honesty. Um your authenticity about your own struggles and your own battles. And same with my mentors. Um, they were just very honest about their own walk and always, again, um, pointing me back to the cross. So, yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Hey, it's good to hear. Right. Um, awesome. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. You mentioned supernatural help, you know, and I think about Galatians wow. 3, I think it's verse 13 that says, um, you know, did you did God give you his spirit and work miracles among you uh, by the works of the law? In other words, our own effort, our struggles, our our desire to obey right. uh, or by believing what you heard. Mm. It's a rhetorical question uh, where Paul is pointing back to the cross and saying, you believed the message of your own forgiveness through the death of Jesus. And when you did, the spirit came to you and uh, now he's working miracles like you just described. Right. Um, it's a miracle when I don't yeah. grab the lust of my flesh. It's a miracle yeah. when you walk by the Spirit instead of um, and, yeah. and all of that. So I really appreciate you bringing that up and it was really good to talk to you um, today, Molly. Jody, and I loved the study we did together and we hope that we can stay in touch with you and that you'll give us an update and uh, three to six months or whatever, we'd love to talk with you again. Thank you so yeah. much for being with us. And is there anything, any final thoughts that you have before we go?
1: Well, I'm just really thankful for your ministry. Thank you so much. Well, I'm thank- thankful for you. Amen.
0: Mm-hmm. This has been a podcast of Setting Captives Free. For more information or to enroll in free interactive courses on finding freedom, please go to settingcaptivesfree.com. Tune in next time for more truth that sets captives free.